Hello and welcome to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, where holistic leaders of tomorrow become thriving luxury brands. During the interview series, my guest speakers will share their adventure and expertise on specific topics to help you enrich your experience with life. I'm Angel Quintana, the host of the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series and the CEO and founder of HolisticFashionista.com. I've had the great honor of working with each of these individuals to take what they've already mastered in their life and use it to serve their kismet clients. It is my great honor to introduce to you today, Jenna Ferreira Ferranda. Today, Jenna will be sharing with us the secret sauce to a compelling Instagram for your business and lifestyle brand. But before we get started on this awesome topic, I'd like to introduce to you my fabulous client and personal friend, Jenna. Jenna Ferreira Ferranda is a fine art photographer, artist, and Los Angeles philanthropist. Visit her on Instagram to learn more about her visual stories and art journals located at Instagram.com forward slash love dot Jenna. Thank you so much for being part of the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, Jenna, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Angel. Hey. Awesome. Well, if anybody has not visited Jenna's Instagram, it's absolutely gorgeous, something we also take note of, too, especially if we're looking to launch or grow a lifestyle brand. So I am really excited to have you on the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series today because you come from a very different perspective than the rest of the people that we have actually interviewed in the speaker series. So I'm excited to pick your brain, get inside all this philanthropy and this artistic photography that you do and all of the different creative endeavors that you've been able to produce over the years. So before we get started on the awesome topic to the secret sauce to a compelling Instagram, I wanted to find out how did we meet? We met, well, first of all, I think you're so, you're, ever, you're ubiquitous and everywhere, and you were showing up with this amazing name, Holistic Fashionista. So I was like, you know, I put you in the back of my mind, and I was like, when I'm ready, I'm going to, like, find her. So I think you're just everywhere, like a fairy. And then I was like, okay, my fairy godmother. And then I'm like, I'm going to go find her and work together. And so we did, as, as me being your signature client, if, that, if I'm saying that right. But yeah. yeah, that's absolutely right. No, and yeah. I'm so... And the thing that I loved about it is that we actually have the opportunity of working in person here in Los Angeles. I loved your app, your your whole vibe, everything that you stand for. You come from such a holistic place. I'm really interested to find out today how you bring in all of your artistic and creative endeavors and really have that soul, that real that fairy like or that goddess touch that you bring to everything you do. So let's dive into this topic today about Instagram. What is Instagram's role as we, you know, move through this paradigm shift for business or lifestyle branding? Let's get it. I love, I mean, Instagram's my place over above all the other social media outlets. So since the the audience that we're reaching out to is business and lifestyle branding, this is huge. I I'm going to give different perspectives of what's out there. Nothing is better or, or, or worse. It's just different ways to, to see a different perspective to see it. So as an artist, for a while I wasn't, there's nothing that I'm really selling. I'm not going to be like buy a picture of me or whatnot, but it was more like a way of expression. So the number one thing that I would say is 
really instead of looking at it as a way to sell, look at it as a way to express. So is it something mm. that you want to say, like if you're excited about something, is it something you want to say through a quote or is it something that you want to set your phone on self-timer and maybe do something cool like, you know, do a Polaroid of you like jumping up in the air or like maybe like half of your face is on frame and it's different. That's compelling because visually it takes us how many seconds to sit there and like, how to, to, it takes us longer to read something versus if something's off kilter or the colors are different and there's like energy and joy in it, that sucks the, the, the viewer in or it draws them in and it compels them. It's so interesting and I want to just really dive deep in this topic with you because you are, in my perspective, a visual storyteller. And what I'm hearing you saying about Instagram and something that I, I think the majority of us business owners, especially the entrepreneurs that are marketing themselves on Facebook or Twitter or some of these other social networking sites, is that we forget that the picture is worth a thousand words. And yes. you've really captured the essence of not only what your lifestyle brand is, but you also you know, give people inspiration to find their own story and tell that through an Instagram photo or through their iPhone or uh, mm. through any kind of photograph. So mm. that was something that I am very interested to learn more about from you is truly how to use Instagram to grow or to compel or to magnetize your kismet clients by telling visual stories. You know, what is the, where do you start with this idea? Okay, so first of all, it's having an account. Um, I would also <laughs> say there's an option of adding your friends from Facebook if you are on Facebook. And I know at first it seems like, God, I don't want, you know, I don't want to like spam people with that. But it really does help and people get to know you. You know, we maybe get hidden in the algorithms of Facebook, but Instagram, everything that comes through comes through. And for people, they, they may only read your words on Facebook, but for them to get to know you, whether it is like a personal aspect, like maybe you're at a gallery show or maybe you're like reading a certain book, that gives them a whole different perspective aside from the business owner of who you are on your, on your page. So that's, that's a very good thing is just bringing in the Facebook, you know, bringing in your Facebook friends, if you will, if you will. The next part is really what you said about being a visual storyteller, and that is the number one secret sauce. Of, of, there's several of them, but number one is to remember you are a visual story. You're telling a story visually. You're telling visual poems, and your your even your collages. I mean, your words are collages. So if you can look at it that way, it's a very lush, very. It's almost like food. It gets people from a mm, like a different place. You know, that's, that's very different than when we're used to thinking linearly with words, but with pictures. Mm. The idea here is almost to give people an insider of, like, what it's like in your world, which compels yes. them. or It helps the person viewing it see the story from their own perspective versus you telling them, oh, I'm reading this book, I'm sipping this coffee, I'm watching this sunset, I'm thinking about this. You're actually giving, it's almost interactive. Because you're giving somebody yes. a photo and they're responding with their own dialogue about what it is that they're seeing. Absolutely. And that's the response. That's the second key after the visual storytelling is we can, you can read a story to anybody or watch a movie and someone will have a totally different per perception of, of that movie based on maybe they're having a bad day, so they're going to take a Disney movie as being crappy, you know what I mean, or all about the world ending, you know. So it's kind of like, take, for example, something of the visual, one of the, two of the favorite things that people love on Instagram are, are coffee or food, you know. People respond to coffee or food. So there's a difference between maybe taking a picture of coffee and it's, okay, this is, this is the way to spark your day versus, like, you could talk about, 
I love the way that hearts are swirled in coffee. And then the person viewing it, that brings up something in them. Maybe they think of being on holiday in Italy, or maybe they're thinking of their favorite coffee place in Manhattan. And so once they, they've already connected to your picture, they're hooked, and they're ready to hear your story because they were hooked in visually. You know, you said two words together that I have never heard before, and it's visual poetry. I've never, oh. ever heard that. I don't know if that domain is taken, but you might need to buy it because <laughs> it's fabulous. It's visual poetry for your lifestyle brand, giving people an opportunity to experience, you know, your world through their own lens. And I think yes. that that is something that is, I think, is very much lacking in my own Instagram account, which I'll, you know, be taking several notes during our, our chat today. But I think one of the things is that people get intimidated. I mean, they get very intimidated by social media. You know, they think, you know, there's so many people on Instagram, you know, how am I going to get followers? Like, they don't even want to get started because they just feel like it's another place for them to spend time uh, or waste time or to hopefully find new clients. So, you know, in your professional experience and opinion, how do you set yourself apart? If you're going to be a part of this Instagram world, what can you do that's different that gets people to, A, want to follow you, and two, want to know your story, and three, potentially even hire you or purchase your product program? Mm, this, is, this is huge, and this is something that I actually learned from you, and that is, what, first of all, starting with what, is, what am I addicted to? What am I, okay, addicted in the sense of obsessed. What am I obsessed with? And I think around the time I met you, say, for example, it was the color oxblood. So it was everything that I posted was like, it may not even just be, it was like an oxblood notebook or an oxblood colored candle. And it was like, that's one of the stories. Because then people go, wow, this person may not may be a marketer or they may work as a, a, um, a health coach, but like their sense of color is very, like I'm obsessed with their feed. So it's like, you like maybe spend time in your journal or list out or write po poetic form. What are you obsessed with? Is it coffee? Is it certain colors? Is it certain candles? Or is it certain parts of your city that you are so magically in love with? Because if you're in love with it, if people will see that in your pictures. And you're basically, it's like without selling them your product, you, you, they're your you're selling them yourself, which is your brand. And, like, that's the story that they will get hooked into. And then it's like, it's like having your favorite TV show and can't waiting, you know, you can't wait to see it the next week. It's like that's how, that's how you slow you, – you put your story out based on what your, your obsessions and your absolute loves are. And then we'll talk about hashtag next and how to get followers. But starting just with what, what, is, what are you compelled by, that's what will that, – that's the vibe that will attract your tribe. Okay, so let's say that we were going to put together an exercise for these people. Like, okay, but they want to start an Instagram, or maybe they already have an Instagram, but, you know, it kind of looks like crap, or it doesn't really, it's not really indicative of their personal brand. And they were going to mm -hmm. make a list of maybe the things that they love. Like, maybe they love to go surfing, or they love to ride their bicycle, or maybe they have dogs. I know I always take pictures of my dogs and post that on there. So yeah. making a list <laughs> of the things that really inspire them or the things that they love, and then what, to just use our iPhone and then start taking photos of those things and sharing it, even if it's not relevant to what it is that we sell? You know what's interesting is just where your Instagram is at right now, that it's, it's really cool to actually show. Speaking of visual poetry, it's just like, it's like those breaks in like a poem or in a song, like between the bridge and the hook and whatever, or the chorus. It's like that's, it's a cool exercise, first of all, for you. If I, if I may, I have three things that, that the um, – 
that the audience member today can do. And that number one is to have a little exercise and take out a pen and paper. And then number one of that is to look at colors and to write down light and write down dark. And write down three colors if you can break it down or write down a whole bunch of colors and then eliminate it to three colors or two colors each of light and dark. So, for example, mine would be a lot of, a lot of things that are in mine are turquoise or oxblood, which is a very crimson red. And then, you know, and then the opposite of that would be I highlight that with a lot of gold and silver. So between those four colors, I may not just take those color pictures of those colors, but what that's going to translate to is that eventually all of my feed will in some point have similar colors. It's kind of like some people like to do all black and white, or some people, if you are a stylist or if you have a lot of products that you use, a lot of people either like to shoot sideways where you're looking straight at it, or they put it on the floor or a tabletop so that all the pictures in your feed all look the same, so that you're sitting on a, you're standing on a chair or you're and you're shooting downwards with the same feed. So that's the color, that's the composition. Now another thing that is really good is write down a list of the things that you love. Everything from like books to like, oh, I love nail polish. It may seem like, oh my God, I'm all over the place. But honestly, if you're brand, say if you are, you're some, you're a creative coach. Well, all of that, and maybe your, your, um, your tagline is creative coaching outside the box. Well, if you're posting stuff of purple hair and like copper nail polish on top of like yellow, you know, a yellow base, or if you're like showing your your vegan, you know, your vegan meal, and I'm also thinking of your feet because it's excellent, Angel. But it's like if you have if you have that whole list, then you'll start to know there's certain things that you will look, and it doesn't feel like you're like out swimming and taking pictures of anything and everything because you'll start to know when you have this basic list that you won't be tied to. You have an anchor of this is my brand. No, it's not like I'm taking, if you're a health coach, no, you're not taking pictures of food all the time. But people are also starting to get to know you by the journals that you, that you write or the pens and the colors that they know you. So then they're starting to associate colors and textures and ideas with you. Like I know if I see Bobo, I'm always going to think of you, Angel. So, and it's like <laughs> you, you may not be necessarily dog training, but at the same time, it's very much a part of you, very luxe, very fun, you know, so that's the second aspect is having the list, having like a color palette just for yourself, limiting it. And the third one that I have to say before going out and posting is there is the thing on the internet where people say hashtag no filter. Well, filters are not bad. The thing is, is when we start using all kinds of filters, like one moment you're using Brannon, which is very dark, and the next moment you're using X-Pro, which is very like stark. Kind of play around with the images. And if you could stick to maybe one or two, if you like a certain faded look, or if you like something that has it adds more blue to your your pictures than you would pick um, Celadon or something like, you know, something along those lines. And tr if possible, stick to that one filter so that your feed all looks the same and people will know that it's your picture. Another way to do it is you can pick one filter and then you could also veer out and do black and white if that's your thing. So, you know, either stick to the same color theme of filters, but it's, I would recommend, you know, I don't believe in any rules anywhere, but just in terms of what I know as a former art therapist and what I know in terms of color psychology is that people are very drawn to certain palettes. Like we know certain designers are very big on using gold or they're very used on using skulls in their jewelry. And so when we, we, we know that there's a cohesive through line, then that's what we're drawn to. So that was my only advice in terms of filters. Otherwise, having your colors unified, having your list, your set list of loves that you love to take pictures of, 
even if it's not your, it's not a part of your brand, but even, but you know what I mean? Something that it's stuff that you love and it's compelling having that as well as having a very limited set of filters that you use or not filter, you know, just having those three things, the filter and having um, the list of loves that you do and a limited color palette that gives you the structure and the container to be extremely creative and create this beautiful, you know, visual storytell. Oh, my God. Okay, I was taking notes the whole time. Okay. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Just to hear somebody say how to do it, it's so refreshing because I don't think that I I hear anybody talk about this. I think about, you know, when people are – and I think about the Instagram coaches. I mean, heaven forbid somebody's listening to this, but they're really teaching tagging people and get your hashtags on there and interact with people. But they never talk about creating a beautiful feed or a beautiful visual – Poem, and Mm. I think that is where this artistic part, and 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 it's true. You know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs on Instagram, but there's also a lot of artists. And you Mm -hmm. think about your feed as a collection, like if you were going to design a clothing line, if you were going to design a line of furniture, like it's all cohesive. And I Mm -hmm. think it's that cohesion that people have struggled with, so they don't really know what to post on there. Therefore, they get intimidated and then they give up. So let's, yeah. let's now turn it to the phone because the majority of us, I would assume, are using our iPhone or, you know, our Android or whatever to take the photos so that we can post them to Instagram. What kind mm-hmm. of camera tricks can you share with us? Because I know I, I have, like, my go-to things where I, like, take a picture of food and I'll, like, cut it off halfway so it's not, like, mm-hmm. perfectly symmetrical. So I have, like, the one trick. But what are <laughs> tricks? <laughs> what, I'm like a one-trick pony. <laughs> what, what, what kind of camera tricks can you share with us today? So many. Um, I'll, I'll have to limit them. But number one is this is a trick that everybody can use, and it will make such a difference in your pictures. And most, I mean, above all, it will set you apart in terms of having your pictures look professional. So the first thing is when, say you have an iPhone, and I apologize because I don't have an Android, but on the iPhone, when you have your camera, and say you're focusing on your salad, or maybe if you have, if you want to take a picture of your nail polish, you want to focus on the gold flecks on your, or like the Burberry design that's on your ring finger, on your, on your nails. So you're holding the camera, and while you're doing that, Click on, the, click on the fingernail that you want to focus on. Click on that with your thumb and hold it until you see there's a little yellow square that's around the thumb. So that way everything will focus in terms of if you're moving around with your camera, because all of us, hey, unless we're not tripods, so we're going to shake, we're going to do other stuff, the light will like, you know, the, the sunlight will bounce off of like the, the iPhone camera. But when you have that square and it's focused, it keeps your picture clear and the area that you're focused on, it will really come out more. So you don't even have to worry about blur. You don't have to worry about like depth of field or any of these things that, you know, photographers do mathematically. You automatically have that trick on your camera. So that's a huge thing is having that, is having that automatic depth of field. And all it takes is really focusing on one part of your composition. And when I say composition, what it is in that either rectangle or square, you have a part of the image that, you know, you want to focus on. Put your finger on that part of the camera, like press on it, then hold your finger there, and you'll see a square. And that oh, will set so cool. the camera to be professional. And Oh, my yeah, gosh. I never gorgeous. knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so cool. I'm so doing that. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. 
Yay. So that's one. And then so the next one is lighting because we all know, I mean, it's hard to have a picture where it's like it's the, the shot is the best, but you're in like a, you're in a dark restaurant in downtown LA or wherever. And so it's like, you know, you're like, oh my goodness. Or maybe you're taking a picture out in daylight and the sun just happens to hit on another part of the camera. So it's like your picture gets washed out. So here's another tip. And that also has to do with the square. When you hold the picture, it's a lot more than like, it's more intentional than just taking your camera and then just pressing click. You really want to see it. If you're looking at, I don't know, I, I can even sit there and say shoes, your shoes. Look at it with love. Why not? You know what I mean? It's probably <laughs> something that you busted over. So really look at it. Just take that extra second if you can. And then if the light is acting, make sure the light is where you want it to be. And if not, I will give this tip. It's really good to have, like, soft lighting coming from a, a, from a window. And if you don't have that opportunity, take a picture and take a picture anyway. But what you want to do is look, and if the lighting isn't looking good on your, on your, on the actual screen, that's what's going to happen when you post it on Instagram. So with your finger, press, press on different parts of the screen on your iPhone camera until you see that the light starts, the light will start playing along with where your finger is. So if it's too dark based on where your shoes are, maybe click on the outer part of your camera. And I know this is a lot better for me to show visually, but you'll know in terms of, it's called light metering, and when you meter the light, you're really just, it's a dance between your phone and the light and also the object of your left, which could be your, which could be anything. It could be tea and your shoes. So I don't know how to say that more clearly at the moment. I guess I could, but <laughs> that's another tip. Okay, so wait, I, just, I think I get it. So you're, I want to take a picture of my shoes. The lighting's yeah. not so great, but if I click on my screen where my shoe is showing up in the picture, it's going to change the light, the light metering so that it actually looks better. Yes, and on your phone, there's so many points of entry. There's so many points. If you look at it, there's so many points of light on your phone. So where do you want a light? Where do you want, where do you want your shoes to be lit up? If you really think about mm -hmm. that. And it doesn't have to be shoes. It could be like if you are passing a building and it's amazing and you're in a car and it's super fast, Still take the moment with that lighting because another thing I'd have to say is blurry pictures are also still very sexy and they're hip. You know what I mean? Like you could still get ideas from blur as long as it's, it's, it's intentional and your lighting is set up and you're, you know, there's so many aspects that it's like in having, instead of having everything kind of go dud, you can like, you know, play, play around with the elements of focus, which we just talked about, and the elements of lighting. And then also like, it's like playing around with something, having something be very clear or maybe be very fuzzy. And that's something that's very romantic or very like, you know, like very hip and, and funny, you know. So those are different ways to look at your pictures with the camera. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so elements of focus, lighting and metering. Those are, mm -hmm. two, I mean, those are two things that I've never read the manual of my iPhone. I have <laughs> no idea that that is like even possible with my camera. So those are great tips for just, you know, Yay. if you're not a professional photographer, you don't need to be to have an Instagram account. You can use Jenna's awesome two tips here on how to make your pictures look a little bit better and get the right lighting and make sure that you've got the focus right. So I love that. Yay. <laughs> awesome. So, okay, so we all know that and I have this on my phone as well. There's all these different kinds of apps that we can use mm -hmm. to, you know, you know, increase, increase creativity with these photos. And I know one of the things I use is like being able to have four photos in one, you know, in one square photo. So I, you know, mm -hmm. a little pic collage and things like that. So 
What yeah. are some of the apps that you use and some tips on how, and where, when to use them to enhance mm-hmm. this Instagram uh, lifestyle brand? I know something that's important for me and for several people that I, I work with in teaching women creativity tips is, is, is um, watermarking. And many people use it. It's, called, it's an app called Word Swag. So that way you can write your name at the bottom or you can write it on the side. And there's many different fonts. So it's good to play around with that. And also for people who do love and really express themselves best with clothes, Word Swag is an excellent way to take a picture that you love, something that's like so amazing. Maybe you just took a picture of like, I don't know, a can of jelly beans. And you just want to write the hashtag nom, N-O-M, like on it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny and it's humorous. So that way, a great way to do something creative and have writing be on there is to use Word Swag. That's one of my favorites. And then collages I adore. So you had mentioned Pick Collage. I also love Pick Stitch. And the thing that I love about Pick Stitch is you can put four pictures. And I work with a lot of Polaroids, which, were, which are actually – analog film. So I like to take pictures of my Polaroid and then, you know, lay them out on a collage. And the great thing with PicStitch is it's it's kind of hard to explain. Um, hopefully there's manuals on it, but just know that there's an option on PicStitch to create like a back shadow so that it looks like your pictures are like sitting on a tabletop. And it's very, it's really beautiful. So it makes it, it gives it like dimension and it, it's very compelling and it draws you to the eye. Um, I'll talk later about different ways that you can reach me and I could help people out with these, these sort of tips. But pick stitch I do love. Um, in terms of filters, there's several that I really do love. Aviary is one. Aviary, I would recommend if you, if you find extra filters that you do love, it, it's subtle. It's, it, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's subtle, and if you find like a family of filters, say for example, there's a filter called ombre, and that usually means something that's layered from light to dark. So if you love ombre, there's different ways of expressing yourself. Within ombre, there's like seven different filters. So if you stick to that family and you go to aviary, you can, you can, you know, express yourself through filters. And then the options to change lighting and everything else is very subtle and very user intuitive. So I do love aviary. I also love camera bag. And camera bag is, you can edit on your computer. I believe it's Mac. I don't know if that's for PC. But you can also edit with camera bag on your phone. And camera bag is a lot more, they have more dynamic filters that are, not all of them, but they tend to be more like toy camera and lomography and very hipster. So if that's your vibe, camera bag would be excellent. I love those too. Awesome. Great. My little notes. Awesome. Okay. So (laughs) I know one of the questions that everybody's thinking is like, okay, great. I've created my beautiful Instagram. I have my, you know, my color, my color palette. I have my list of loves. I have my filters. I've got my app. You know, I know my little camera trick. I want followers. I want people that are going to follow me, fall in love yeah. with me, buy my stuff, hire me. You know, how do we evolve our Instagram? We keep it fresh, but we can also build rabid followers. I love this topic. I'm so, I'm like, I'm like totally like psyched and rabid about it. So here's the, here's the thing, and this is so interesting. It's kind of like when you watch a movie, you're waiting to the very end to like have the payback. It's so tempting to go onto Instagram and be like, okay, I've got this amazing offer to do. 
when you first get on, you want to build, that you want to seduce, you want to tease, you want to you want to compel people with your visual story. Because then people are like, wait, what are they selling? I want in. So have that be in there. Like have a have have a spirit where you're like seducing and compelling. So there's that restraint. Number two is hashtags, and hashtags isn't about like bombarding people. And I have several thoughts on hashtags. Number one. For fun, a fun exercise is for the user to go on Instagram and, you know, within your field, try and test out, see, go on to people's Instagrams that you love. Like, go to designers or go to, if you're a stylist, go to the stylist that you love on Instagram. See how they Instagram. And not only that, go to their followers or the people who comment. See how they hashtag. For example, if you are a stylist. So instead of hashtagging shoes, sneakers, this and that, it would be more potent to know that some of the top three hashtags would be InstaStyle, StyleGram, Stylist, you know? So, and you would know that by looking at, say, a style blogger. I can't think of one off the top of my head at the moment. And then see what their, what their followers hashtag, because that's how you find each other. And if there are still followers, they're always looking for new inspiration. So it's a bit of hashtag research, which is, it's a lot of fun. So write that down. And on your note, like on your notepad or notebook on your on your phone, have a list of hashtags, you know, so that you can copy and paste and having, instead of having to, you know, type out the same ones. So that's hashtag research as well as like saving yourself time economically. When you have your hashtag, then you have your pictures and you've got this beautiful feed, then, you know, you post a picture, maybe post three hashtags. And I'm not, I know there's this rule that people say, don't put more than three hashtags or five hashtags. I say at the beginning, especially, you want people to find you. And that may never end. You just may want people to find you. So if you want, maybe put three hashtags in the main caption. And a trick of the trade that many Instagram users and photographers use is the first comment. Then you can bombard people with hashtags. And that way people can find you. So, for example, I just posted a picture today, and it was a picture of me in the Paris Opera House. So the three hashtags I used was, you know, the Palais Garnier, and then I I did the hashtag Paris, and then I did the hashtag Wonderlust. And then the first comment, I elaborated on those hashtags, and I did InstaStyle, and I did Paris Interiors, or I did, you know, whatever, Parisian Life. So then you can have a lot more hashtags. And think of how you want people to find you, and also do a little bit of that research so people will find you. So use hashtags you know, liberally, and also use it to where, you know, where it, it, it hashtags that matter. That, I love that saying, because that way, it's energy exchange, and you're constantly using it around, and then hashtags is not a bad, it's not a bad name. It's how you find other people. It's how they find you. So, my next step in terms of followers, which is the big thing that everyone wants, everyone wants to know, I know that a big trick, and it's, this is not manipulative at all, you just have to remember you're coming from a space of good integrity and that you really want to connect not only like the people who will follow you, but the people who will be inspired by you, who will be obsessed by you. But in return, think of it as finding the people who you will constantly be inspired by and who you will be so addicted to be their feed because that way it's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's a constant energy. So how I do that in terms of building followers, especially at the beginning is, you know, you put your posts up and then when you click on a hashtag, say when you click on a hashtag that says bohemian or boho, so it'll start showing you different people's pictures. So go to those pictures click like, and then maybe find the user of the photo that you like, maybe like two or three of their pictures, comment, and then do that like 
you know, do that to about 10 or 20 people before you go to sleep, and you'll be amazed. You'll wake up, and it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like Christmas. You wake up with, like, all these new followers. Because who doesn't like someone, who doesn't like, who doesn't get surprised with seeing, you know, someone going, oh, my God, this person liked three of my things, and they took the time to comment. So, you know, it doesn't happen all the time, but people do follow back. And if you treat that as a discipline for, like, a week, you'll see an increase in your followers. And it doesn't have to be anything that's smarmy or manipulative. It's just looking at it as a way of going, I really like this person's stuff, and I would love, you know, I would love to learn more about them, and then maybe they'll learn something more about me. Awesome. So, okay, I'm, I'm on your feed. Okay, so here's my question. Yeah. You have... Uh, you have your few hashtags that are in the initial post, and then you have mm-hmm. your first your first comment is all these hashtags. So are you, you're clearly like researching every single time you post, and you're posting different hashtags. So is is the recommendation here that not only are we going to keep a generic list, you know, and maybe in our text document on our phone so we can copy and paste, mm-hmm. but for every photo because it's always slightly different, we, we need to go and research a bunch of hashtags. Per image? Yes. Yes. That's, that's important. So, for example, I mean, I'm giving, if there's people in L.A., you may have it if you're in New York or Minneapolis or wherever have you, look for the urban tags. For example, like, I may not post pictures of downtown L.A. a lot, but I do love downtown L.A. So when I go to a restaurant there, I may hashtag DTLA, which sounds like downtown L.A., or I might hashtag L.A. story. And just that alone, and how I found those hashtags was going into that little search, it's like a little search microphone. And so then I see like, wow, there's really interesting pictures on this hashtag. So by adding those hashtags that are specific, that are still, you know, it still talks about my love of downtown LA and LA, that way people find you. But the research is fun. It's juicy. It's like, it's how you discover what's trending and what's like really good, you know, on Instagram. So it's actually, I mean, I promise you it will be fun. So yeah, have fun at it. (laughs) Okay. Well, this has been a great lesson in Instagram. It's also been a great lesson in visual storytelling for a lifestyle brand. I mean, if you are a creative entrepreneur, if you're someone who is attracting a creative audience, if you are a designer, I mean, these are, this is how you use Instagram. And I know so many people, you know, abuse Instagram. There's so many just fake profiles and people that are just trying to get you get quick, rich schemes and things like that. (laughs) But I think the, the way that you're explaining the way to use this as a mark, creative marketing tool that tells a story about your brand to pique people's interest enough, and you use the word seduce, to get them to want to know more, know more about you, know more about what you're up to, and all those things and everything above. So this has been extremely enlightening. I just have to ask, you know, before we wrap up our call today, you know, is there anything that I didn't ask you about what it is that you do, how you help people? Uh, how you help people with Instagram or their lifestyle brand that would be helpful for our audience today? Um, Well, let me just tell everyone, if you need to find me on Instagram, I would love to see you there. And my name on Instagram is love.jenna. So it's L-O-V-E dot J-E-N-N-A-H. There's an H at the end. And then write a comment. Let me know that you heard me on the signature series. Um, And I... My background is in expressive arts, as, is as an expressive arts therapist, and how I translated that once I became a mom and, you know, started being in the world as a photographer and as an artist is I took my background in painting, and 
I started applying that to photography. And by putting my work out on Instagram, I've had corporate clients and I've had people find me just on Instagram. Like it's not even a website that I pay for. So from that, it was like there's so many nuggets that I want to share because it's like it's kind of like my karmic duty to share it. I can't just be like the keeper of the throne. <laughs> so I have my website is the Heroines Journey Project, T-H-E-H-E-R-O-I-N-E-S, Journey, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y Project, P-R-O-J-E-C. .org. I know it's the longest domain in the universe, but well worth it. Um, I have a my client, my excuse me, my colleague and I, Amy Tatsumi, have created a 13-week art school where, where, where people will be learning photography and styling and watercolor techniques, not just for their business, but really to you know to to get into expressing themselves first and from there again like building a compelling story for yourself and then having that energy just seep out so that class um, has started or is starting October 13th but for the listeners of Holistic Fashionista even though registration has closed I would be so redonkulously excited and honored um, for those of you who are interested to come join so I will I will post a link and or I don't know if I should post a link or maybe I should just give the URL. So for the Holistic Fashionista um, listeners who are listening, even though we've closed registration on the 13th, I will open a link for you guys if you are interested in, in joining. And I would love to have you on our flagship launch and to come create with us. The, the link is theheroinesjourneyproject.org forward slash the invitation. And with the invitation, you can sign up. And since, you know, you'll, you guys will be coming in a week Later, I, what I can offer you as a free bonus is I have a set amount of episodes that are worth $200 that will teach you visually by video what, what, uh, how to take better pictures. As, and so hopefully you could feel like you could just jump right in and join us. So hopefully that's, that would so be cool. I'd love virtual, to have you on board. It's a virtual workshop then, yes? Yes, yes. It is online for 13 weeks, yes. And do so you and your colleague is it is it taught live or is it somewhere where they log in and they can actually do all the catch up work if they are behind a little bit? Well, we have we have a Facebook, we have a little salon there on the Book of Faith, and then we'll have weekly emails so that you can learn the the projects you know by email for some and for those who really aren't social media Facebook people we're going to have private emails that you can reach out to I have a project or I'd like to learn how to publish a tiny book you know so that we can mm -hmm. reach out to you we are also going to have weekly calls with experts as well as a Q&A um, so that is that those are all different ways that you can get involved whether you're an introvert or whether you're into social media or you're very into it or not and what I do want to point out is what this is all our this is our labor of love and what is leading into since it starts for, and it starts on October 13th for 13 weeks starting in January we will have a one year long mastermind for the heroine's journey project and the heroine's journey is based on there's a mythologist by the name of Joseph Campbell and he grandfathered the term the hero's journey and you could see that formula you can google it and the hero's journey in, has influenced many films many pieces of literature many music videos and those are all things that I'm obsessed with so through the 52 weeks, we would mentor people how, and so that at the end of 52 weeks, you would be certified to have your own creative consultancy. You know, whether you want to call it coaching or whether it's like something that you want to add to your branding, you will have learned techniques that have everything to do with like soul diving into soul art to the basics, like photography or maybe like 
cursive handwriting or calligraphy. It's a whole package that, that the Heroine's Journey Project starting in October 13. That's the invitation to join our mastermind in January. So thank you so much, Angel, for letting me, allowing me to share this with you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, you know, it's just we've come so full circle, not only in this interview, but together in our friendship and as a, as a client-mentor uh, relationship. Uh, your signature system is so unique. It is so needed right now in the world. I mean, creativity is not something that you need to suppress. It is a way that you can make money at it. There, there's so much value, and I just see the Internet, and then this is just my forward thinking here, that the Internet is, is currently still a place where you can click on websites and they're just crap, right? They're ugly. The sales mm -hmm. pages are long, all that stuff. And the more we introduce creativity into our, into our lifestyle brands and we start embracing the photography and the fonts and you talked about calligraphy and all these different things, the more we're going to stand out. The more that yeah. you, you choose to care about this piece of your brand, the more – the, the more you're going to give your competitors a run for their money, the more that you're going to win the client over, the more that you're going to keep people visually compelled. Because you know what? At the end of the day, people like things to look pretty. I mean, come on. I mean, how many people <laughs> fell in love with Brad Pitt or Ryan Gosling, for heaven's sakes? Like, people like looking at pretty stuff. So we sure do. So if we our stuff look pretty, we win. So, I mean, if you yes. really have an awesome product or program and you're looking to elevate your lifestyle brand, get more creative. I mean, Jenna is an expressive therapist, artist, you know, firsthand. She has so many areas that she's become an expert at that she has now combined into one signature system to help a very specific audience. And um, if that sounds like you, do visit theheroinesjourneyproject.com. Get in touch with her on oh, Instagram. Dot org, oh, excuse me, <laughs> the Heroines Project, excuse me, the Heroines Journey Project dot org, um, and on, visit her on Instagram at uh, uh, love.jenna. Thank you so much, Chica, for being here, Thank for being you. so fabulous. I look forward to working Aww. with you in the future um, with your photography. I can't wait for the things that are ahead of us. Uh, as as we grow and expand our brands together. So thank you so much for being a part of the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. Aww. Thank you, and thank you, everybody. Love, love, love. <laughs> awesome. Love you, Chica, and we'll catch up again soon. Okay. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Bye.